This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. Hi, this is Annie Grace, and welcome to this Naked Mind podcast. Today, I'm really excited to have Michael here with me. Welcome, Michael. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing awesome. It's a great day. Um, so why don't you take us back with your story? Like, just take me back to the beginning. Where, where did it all start for you? Sure. So I guess uh, going back to, I guess, the beginning, framing around the, my relationship with alcohol, uh, I started drinking uh, towards the end of my senior year of high school. So I grew up um, Orange County, California very sunny out here. I can see all the sunshine right now. <laughs> um, so I started, I played sports uh, growing up. I was really busy with, you know, school sports. So I didn't really like start partying or drinking or anything like that until my senior year. And I think what started getting me into, to go down that path of uh, drinking, experimenting with other stuff, uh, had a, two things. One, I uh, got cut from my high school varsity team for soccer, so I had a lot more time on my hands. And two, my parents uh, got in a divorce that year. So two very, um, I guess, traumatic things happened that um, sort of led me down yeah, a path of uh, different friends drinking a little bit more. And then uh, that's, you know, it started, you know, just sort of, you know, weekend drinking for the most part but that went into college I lived in uh, Santa Barbara for a couple of years uh, and that's a, a party school and it's known for heavy drinking and all that stuff on the weekend so it was mostly um, kind of was like that for most of my early 20s uh, kind of into like my mid-20s I'm, I'm 28 going on 29 now so you know that was it, it always stayed um kind of on the weekends, I never really was like, you know, get off work, had a long day of work or school, I'm going to like crack open a beer. For me, it was like, I didn't really think about alcohol during the weekdays. But then when it came like, hey, like hitting up my friends, you know, uh, going out partying and everything like that, it would uh, just be binge drinking on the weekend, almost every single weekend for years. So that is definitely not good for the health. But I didn't really think about it too much. Um, up until like last year, maybe because it wasn't having any real significance on like my day to day. I still was going to work, going to the gym. I had pretty decent relationships with my family, but um, it, a lot of it had to do with just like my happiness was decreasing and the pleasure that I once got from drinking in high school was going down, while the the pain of the hangovers was going up exponentially year over year. So. Um, and then I guess that sort of led, um, I got really into uh, personal development in 2016. So I started meditating every day, journaling, and it really helped me become more like self-aware and really know myself as a person. So I started to really figure out what I like out of life and sort of like what I don't like out of life. And um, mm -hmm. there were like patterns I was seeing and then it was like, okay, well, it became more and more apparent that what I was doing to myself on the weekends was not good for me and really not good for the people around me. So I made a, a you know, half-ass attempts in 2018, like, uh, to really be like, okay, I'm going to do like a dry month or I'm not going to drink for a couple of weekends. And, uh, 
nothing was really working. And then, um, you know, coming into the new year, uh, I'm not really big on new year's resolutions. I think that like, habits need to be built in order to sustain those. But I was like, you know what, let me like really do some research. And then I stumbled up, I started YouTubing and Googling like benefits of not drinking for 30 days. And I was trying to find other people who were doing similar things. And then, um, I found like various people on YouTube, but then, um, one way or another, I stumbled across, um, your work, Annie and like your book and, um, the, the 30 day alcohol experiment. And then I read that and I was like, Whoa, this seems like kind of exactly what I, I want to be doing. So yeah, I read, um, the, the, naked mind, that's the name of it. Yeah. This naked mind. And then I did the 30 day alcohol uh, challenge on uh, the site and I haven't drank since New Year's, so um, those are things. <laughs> and um, yeah, life's just good right now. So <laughs> that's so cool. That's great. And um, you said in your note to me that you like tried everything. You tried fucking everything. Like, can you talk to me about that a little bit? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, like, again, I got like really into like personal development a couple of years ago. So, you know, I was meditating and like just being like, okay, like writing the pros and cons of drinking. I was like, okay, like, you know, I go out and have fun with my friend, have fun with my friends, but like, is it the, the alcohol that's like making it fun or is it just like me and my social interactions? And I, I was trying everything, but then one way or another, like when, you know, I'd have like, say, Monday through Friday where, you know, killed it at work, did this, like took my grandma out to lunch, like all, all the good things that I felt like I should be doing. But then like I had like my friend group, I grew up in Orange County. So I have like all my friends around here who all drink heavily on the weekends. What are you doing tonight? This and that, and that social pressure just, you know, would one, one thing or another, I'd be out with them and I'd be drinking and it would be like a pattern over and over. And then, you know, I'd, be hung over all day Sunday and just regret it and be like beat myself up over it and like it, it was just a pattern and I was like okay something needs to change and yeah <laughs> yeah that's huge and was there any moment in specific or was it just a whole group of it, it, yeah so it was more so the whole because I I really thought about like you know not drinking even back in a uh, 2014 when I was uh, younger I did a a dry January that ended up going it, the longest stretch I ever had of not drinking from like you know 18 until now the last like decade of my like drinking career I guess we'll call it <laughs> um I went about like five months in 2014 where I, I didn't drink and um I, I did that just sort of as a challenge to myself and that was like pure willpower I was like I'm just not gonna do it but the way I did it was like just complete avoidance of going out. I didn't go out with friends. I stopped answering my phone. I even like blocked certain people's numbers at certain times because I knew that if they hit me up, I would be tempted to go out and drink. So that was sort of like a successful stretch, but then it was like, you know, people like like addicts and stuff and then you give them a little bit of it again, they go right back into it. So then I had a, my birthday was in May of that year. I, went out and partied all weekend for my birthday and then it was literally right back where I left it so that was uh, sort of unsuccessful but to, yeah to answer your question it's more so just a whole and kind of a lot that led me to this and ultimately like I have like my goals and in order to reach those goals alcohol was only hindering them I wasn't getting any pleasure from it anymore it was only pain so it was sort of an obvious decision for me no, to not drink so that's so cool. Yeah, I have a lot of good friends um, 
one of the most impressive entrepreneurs I've ever met. It's a couple, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and they have literally within the last two years gone from startup till I think they're closing in on like 50 million a year and they have um, a company helping gyms. And I was talking to them and they're just like, yeah, we just realized that it was in the way of everything they wanted to do. You know, like it was holding them back and in the way. So it wasn't even this big, you know, certainly they were drinking more than they wanted to be, but it wasn't even this big thing. It was just more like, if we want to do this thing in the world, alcohol isn't really like, it just doesn't really have a place. It can't really have a place. It's just taking too much in terms of time and thinking and, you know, time hung over and time thinking about drinking and being bored and all of these things. It was just like, Oh, it's just in the way. And I, I feel like that's happening all the time. I'm in this entrepreneur group and there's a hundred people in it and almost a dozen now have stopped drinking. And a lot of them through this naked mind or the alcohol experiment, but a lot of them just because they, you know, again, realize like that's the tool or the vehicle they're using. But again, the motivation is not as much as they've had some rock bottom experience as it is that they just have realized like, yeah, this is, this is holding me back. Like this is, this is keeping me from being who I want to be. And so I think that's such a, such a cool thing. Yeah. Um, so in your journey, have you, like, have you, do you have any specific like tips or tools that have, have really been the most helpful for you or are you finding it, you know, really pretty easy? Kind of where are you at? Um, may, maybe I'm an outlier, but I'm finding it like, pretty easy, but I, I am using some tools and a lot of it, um, I guess to give some context to why it's been easy. Cause it wasn't just like the habits and then I stopped and then like, now it's just easy. It was like for me years of, um, I, I always bring it back to the personal development stuff. Um, a part of my meditation every morning I do, uh, it's called Tony Robbins priming yeah. where he does like visualization technique where you visualize what you want to happen that's good out of your life so one thing that I was doing during the 30 days is every morning when I was already I already had the habit of meditating every morning so I had that on my side but I just visualized specific scenarios that I would be in with family and friends where I would normally drink and I would visualize myself not drinking having the conversations with specific friends and family members and just really like, you know, hey, why aren't you drinking and kind of knowing what to say and not even having like a canned response, like, oh, I'm doing a challenge or this just like, based on like the person too. It's like, you know, hey, if there are, you know, people who are going to give me shit for it, like, I'll play back with them. And I'll kind of imagine these conversations. And, and then it all stems back to like my like, why, which is like, why I'm doing all of this, I don't want to drink. And I have very solid reasons why I don't want to drink. So uh, because when I did this, I didn't want to um, kind of like in 2014 when I just went cold turkey, didn't drink, stopped partying. I was like, I didn't want to do that because I was so bored on the weekends. I was FOMO missing my friends and stuff. I'm like, can't I go out and have fun and just like not drink? So I started, you know, looking at other uh, things. So other tools, I guess it wouldn't really be like a tool, but like I, I when I'm at a bar, so for example, I'm out and this could be with anything, family, friends, but let's say you're out at like a restaurant or a bar and you're with friends and family. Um, I order like a club soda and lime, but I always ask the bartender or the waiter or server to put it in the same glass 
as what all the alcoholic drinks are in. Because normally what they tend to do is they, because I've been going out every single weekend since January because I made it a point. I'm still going to have fun with my friends on weekends and socialize. And I noticed every bar and it might be different in different areas, but like Newport Beach, California, party central over there they put um like the drinks either in like a plastic little water cup that big or they'll put it in this giant mason jar but i think they do that because they want to single you out so people will be like what are you drinking go spend money on more alcohol and that's theory behind it so i would ask them i'd be like hey i'm getting a club soda and lime maybe a splash of cranberry can you please put it in a glass that's the same as the gin and tonic glasses and then i have like a dollar or two in my hand so they see that i'm going to tip them and 99 percent of the time they do so when i'm out at a, a social event or a bar or a restaurant it looks like i have a drink and it's not that i'm trying to necessarily fool people or you know trick people but i just want to have less conversations that, like centered around me and why i'm not drinking and keep the conversation natural about whatever we're talking about so if someone does oh what are you drinking i will i'll be like oh it's just a club soda oh you're not drinking no no no, i'm not drinking i'm driving but anyway like tell me more about like your sister and her engagement and i just kind of acknowledge ignore and deflect them so i love that acknowledge ignore deflect and that's a great tool about the glass i mean that's really helpful i think people really benefit from that but that's that's awesome acknowledge ignore deflect it's perfect it's great great little thing so um, one of the questions that I always ask sort of near the end is, uh, what would you, you know, what would you tell yourself about like how, and I, I don't think you're necessarily an outlier. I think when it clicks, especially when you're on a personal development journey, when you're on a journey to just really be and live the best life you have, like it's almost, there, there almost seems to be, you know, no other really good answer, you know, that, that this is the truth. So, but tell me about, you know, what would you tell yourself from a few years ago about, um, you know, what it's like now, what life's like kind of on this other side. Yeah, no, that's a great question. I think, um, something I would tell myself and, you know, a lot of people can probably take this advice, but, um, your problem, there's other people in the world that have your same problems. So one thing I've noticed, especially being in like the, uh, I'm in the Facebook group for the um, alcohol experience, there's a lot of people who have very similar problems, um, you know, around alcohol. And this could be said for, you know, any problem. So this almost might sound like, you know, blunt to some people, but like, you're not special. Like your problems are not special. There's other people who have, are going through the same things who are either like before you in this journey, after you in this journey at the same place. But, um, people tend to get like, you know, so caught up in their own problems and think that, man, like this, this sucks. This is only me. I'm powerless, all that. So, and I think that's where I was for a while. I'd, I'd beat myself up and I'd be like, man, I'm, there's, definitely people who like don't drink out there who are like doing better out try to compare myself to like Elon Musk or Steve Jobs and people who are like super successful and be like I want to be somewhere like that one day but like I'm not there so I would tell myself just you know your problems aren't unique to you there's other people who have them perhaps go seek those people who are ahead of you in your journey and talk to them about what they did to get there and just um, stay positive. <laughs> so. 
I love that. That's huge. That's massive. It's awesome. Well, is there anything else you, you want to add? I mean, I think this has been just so useful and inspiring. I think a lot of people will really resonate with your story and especially with just this idea of being on this journey that you just, you know, aren't tolerating anything less for yourself, which is just the coolest. Yeah. Uh, right. So, I mean, yeah, life's for me is, is I'm a pretty positive guy in general. Life is like, pretty good. And since I stopped drinking like 50s, I don't even know the days anymore. After 30 days, it was just kind of like, okay, keep going to like two months, 100 days, whatever. But I mean, it's, you know, been about two months now since like January 1st. Um, and I've, I've lost like 15 pounds of weight and not much changed. I was already working out, going to the gym and all that. And not a lot has changed there, but just from not like binge drinking on the weekends and I particularly really liked like heavy IPAs and you know if I get like six or seven pints of those in a night that's thousands and thousands and thousands of empty calories and sugar and um yeah another thing that the you know your book taught was like how alcohol is made I, I ended up watching YouTube videos of people making it in like a bathtub and I saw them like pouring ethanol into it pounds and pounds of sugar and, and like the fermentation process. And I'm like, Oh, I was putting that into my body every single weekend for years. That's ugh, basically, but, um, yeah, overall just, um, life is better, like without it. And like, I, everybody has like a different journey. So whether someone wants to like try to moderate, um, it, because my goal going into it was to change my relationship with alcohol, whether that was abstaining or, moderating um i would kind of make that decision after at least like 30 days and um for me personally it's like i don't see a point of going out and having one drink that's like not even good for me when i can have like a nice like club soda and lime and like a cranberry and mocktails that are just as tasty and i'm still driving the same and now more satisfaction out of my friendships, people that I meet out, um, when I go out and socialize. So it's just life is better without it. And I plan to stay, um, away from it. I just don't see a point of drinking and I'm happier. Everything's working out better. So yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually like working with a medical doctor to develop sort of, you know, some, some things, but one of the things I'm really excited about, it's not really even we're just working on the formulation now, but what it's going to be is like this basically mocktail supplement. So like a little packet that you can like put in your soda water that tastes really good that has all these vitamins like B12 and just stuff that makes you feel really good so that you feel like, okay, like it's still giving you a benefit, but it's like super healthy benefit and you can just, you know, slip it in or whatever when you're out. So anyway, that just reminded me of that, but I'm really excited about it because it's, I'm like, that would but be great. Know when you get that. I would, I would love to have that. That. <laughs> That'd Sounds be awesome, awesome, right? Just like have them in the, like your pocket. Or your, I think it's going to be awesome. There, nothing. It's just like a brainchild of mine. Nothing else like it exists, but I was like, that would be so cool to have just this thing that's super good for you, um, but makes you feel super great and that you're not, you know, you're like, yeah, not only am I not drinking, but I'm like putting my health first. So anyway, well, this Definitely. is awesome. Thank you so much, Michael. It's just such a pleasure. And I really, really enjoy having you on. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. Again, uh, thanks for taking the time out of your day to talk to me. I know you're probably very busy. Um, it's great to like meet you virtually meet you face to face. Uh, that's awesome. And uh, yeah, um, life's great. So <laughs> hopefully we can talk again soon. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Bye.
This has been Annie Grace with This Naked Mind Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can learn more at thisnakedmind.com. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe as it really helps us spread the word.